this week in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tells another parable, this time about a wedding feast. So make sure to break out your fancy duds because at this wedding, if you don't come dressed for the event, you leave in chains. You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. Jesus taught in parables a lot. Now, if you've been keeping track, this is the fifth week in a row where we hear a parable in the Sunday Gospel. Now, this week, a king is throwing a feast for his son. And first, the king sends his servants out to invite guests, and they refuse. So he sends the servants out again with new invitations that explain that there'll be a banquet and that the king's pulling out all the stops. I mean, the best meat he's got is going to be served, so come on and celebrate. And again, the guests refuse. Now, some just ignore the king, while others beat up and kill the king's servants. The king, at this point, is understandably upset. It says, the king was enraged and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. So with no guests for the party available, the king tells his servants to hit the streets and invite everyone they can find. So they gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. Now it must have been an unusual party, but the king dug it. I mean, if you can't tell, he really wanted his son's wedding to be celebrated. So the party's going on and the king's mingling with his guests. I mean, it's a good time. But then the king notices a guest who isn't dressed for the occasion. So the king walks up to the man and he asks, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? The man has no reply. So the king orders him put in chains and cast into the dungeon. Wow. There's a lot to unpack in this story. Like, a lot. I mean, obviously, the king is the Lord. He's God the Father. If that's true, that would make the son Jesus. But what about the wedding? Well, let's just say one of the names for the church is the bride of Christ. In fact, marriage is the metaphor most commonly used by God to describe his relationship with the church. So I think it's safe to say that the wedding is between Jesus and the church, i.e. you and me. It's the new covenant in Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus is once again telling this parable to the chief priests and elders of the people. So I think it's safe to say that the first round of invitees are the old covenant people, the people who were given the law and prophets, but who rejected it repeatedly, too often either ignoring it or just murdering God's prophets instead. So that would mean the rabble that the servants collect off the street, good and bad, well, that's us too. Through Jesus, knowledge of God and salvation was made available to us, and all are invited to the wedding feast. And there's no mistake there. The people God is inviting aren't perfect people. He invites good and bad people alike. So there's a lot there. The church is the bride. Christ is the bridegroom. God wants to celebrate the feast of his son's wedding. As members of the church, we're part of the bride, and we're also called to celebrate with the king at the banquet. But there's still a couple points. So let's talk about the feast itself. Now, what if I told you that the banquet that we're invited to is the Mass? Well, it is. The Mass is, as much as we can experience it on earth, the wedding feast of the Lamb. Christ, the groom, gives himself to his bride, the church, at every Mass. And how does he give himself? Well, in the Eucharist. And we, the church, receive and celebrate. And even today, there are plenty of people who still ignore the invitation, choosing to do other things and even getting hostile towards the church. So if you're following along, God the Father really wants to celebrate the marriage of his son, Jesus, to the bride, the church that we're a part of, and he wants us to celebrate with him. And the feast that we celebrate and the feast in which we celebrate here on earth is the Mass. Now, I hope that changes the way you think about the Mass just a little. 
God the Father is crazy excited about our salvation through Christ. He wants to celebrate, and He wants us to celebrate. Everyone, good and bad, is invited. But there's still one more detail, and it's important. Remember the one guest who wasn't dressed for the party and ended up getting thrown in the dungeon? Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. When we live our lives clothed in the grace and righteousness of Jesus Christ, we're wearing our wedding attire. But when we live our lives in unrepented sin, and when we receive Christ in the Eucharist knowing that we have unconfessed mortal sin, well, we're showing up to the party, but we're not dressed for the occasion. And just like the guest who couldn't explain why he wasn't ready, we don't really have an excuse either. I mean, if there's sin in your life, it's time to repent and confess that sin. So confession equals staying at the party and staying out of the dungeon. One last thought. Each time we go to Mass, we get a taste of eternity. Now, I said the Mass is the most we can experience the banquet feast here on earth, but the truth is in heaven, the feast continues. The truth is, we want to be confessed and dressed, not just for the Mass here on earth, but for eternity as well. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.